Christmas time evokes memories of distinct sights, smells, and sounds. In Austria, few locations embody these memories more than the Christmas markets that spring up across the country starting in mid-November. In the following, part three of the Bochtiber Institute's Christmas in Vienna, 10 Austrians share their experiences from the largest Christmas markets, bustling with visitors in cities like Vienna and Salzburg, down to the smallest markets that seem to blend into the alpine forests surrounding them. They also share their favorite foods of the season, from grandma's Christmas cookies at home to Kaiserschmarrn purchased from a street vendor. They're just beautiful. I always highlight them when anyone asks me about what to do in winter in Austria. <laughs> Go to Christkind markets. My favorite Christkind market in, in Vienna would be the one at Freyung. That is one of the smaller ones. I feel like they're the, the smaller ones are just not that much known. So it's just beautiful to walk around, drink one or two cups of punsch or glühwein, enjoy, enjoy the magic of Christmas feel the magic that Christkindlmärkte have. On the 24th, in the morning, my family, we're getting ready to go to the Christmas market um, in Innsbruck, the one in the old town. Everybody's running like last Christmas errands and then we meet at the Christmas market to have um, a Kirchel. And the Kirchel is a, a traditional Austrian fried dough pastry. And it's served throughout throughout Austria on, at Christmas markets. Throughout Austria, it's called differently. So in Tyrol, it's called Kirche, and it's fried in boiling lard, and it's absolutely delicious. And you can have it in multiple ways: um, one savory and and actually two sweet versions of it. So either you have it with sauerkraut, or it would be the savory, or with cranberry jam, or powdered sugar and yeah so that that is already very special because everybody loves it and we only have that during the christmas time so throughout the year they don't sell it anywhere in salzburg we have two special christmas markets one is the main one in the city center obviously right next to the salzburg dome to, next to the church it is absolutely spectacular because you can see the Salzburg castle, the Salzburg Festung in the background on the hills covered with snow and then the market is lit up, especially when we have snow. Um, it is a very special moment on the first day walking into that market where you see all the lights and then you see the Festung in the background. People are so happy, laughing all around. The sugar coated uh, almonds, of course, um, so it smells like sugar-coated almonds, but then um, you smell Kaiserschmarrn. At the Salzburg Christmas Market, there is a stand where they serve, I think, six or seven different kind of Kaiserschmarrn. But if you imagine pancakes cut into pieces, I think that's how I would describe it. And then you use, it's very fluffy. I really like it simple. So um, I like Kaiserschmarrn just with Staubzucker or Puderzucker of Deutsch. I don't know, I think they have like seven different ones, you know, with plum jam, with marillen jam, obviously, right, marille. It's it's hard to describe it. It's it's definitely in, in many different flavors and it's, it's just fluffy, it smells amazing. And you feel like you are not eating anything special. You are eating clouds, <laughs> you know, like Wolken. <laughs> and then, of course, it's uh, really heavy and you shouldn't eat, eat it every day. 
I grew up in a small city 30 minutes away from Vienna and Vienna is really transforming to winter wonderlands um, during December. I love going to Christmas markets since I'm little. When I was little I, I went with my mom. We were looking at all these presents and, and had like chocolate and gingerbread. <laughs> there is a lot of also um, Christmas tree decorations and Christmas decorations, but also a lot of food and sweets and candy. So as a child, it's it's really an, an adventure going there. And I always love to be there. And now I live in Vienna and now I love going there with my friends <laughs> because it's always a lot of fun. They're open. Most of them are open till 12 in the night. So we go there and drink um, mild wine. The Salzburg Christmas market is very special in this case because it is so centered around our work right now. We can just really meet up there at the Christmas market and have a drink or a Kaiserschmarrn, try out different, different versions of, of the Glühwein. Even when I was a child, um, the Christmas market was always the highlight of the entire Christmas season, I would say. I loved looking at the different booths and check out the handmade stuff. Every year I had a certain specific wish what I would get from the Christmas market. From Vienna's imperial grandeur to the alpine charm of Innsbruck, Austria's Christmas markets stand as living representations of the country's diverse, multi-ethnic heritage. Approaching the eastern border, one may find several Hungarian or Slovak dishes served alongside traditional Austrian Glühwein. Next to the village where I'm from, there's an even smaller village and uh, there is a lead way into the forest. And there used to be a Christmas market in the middle of the forest um, with sort of traditional handicrafts um, and a big fire. Um, and you would have to walk through the forest and there was a lot of snow and then they would play like some folk music of some kind. But you were really surrounded by the forest and in the snow and then it would slowly get dark. It was really cold, but it was very, very magical. <laughs> in Vienna, you know, around every corner there is a different Christmas market. So uh, my favorite one, if I can say that, is the one in Karlsplatz, like right in front of the Karlskirche, the St. Charles Church. And that's the um, art uh, advent market. I, every Christmas market actually has their own like mug. Um, that's specific to that Christmas market. So you'll you'll get the Glühwein or the Punch or any hot hot drink that you order from that specific market. So sometimes people like to keep those and collect those. So yeah, the Glühwein or the Punch, uh, the Kinder Punch, if you if you're a child, it, what really you know gets you in the in the mood for Christmas. And then always um, the Maroni, so the chestnuts. I think that's a big part uh, of winter season in Austria just eat the, the cooked chestnuts and then the chestnut stands always also have the potatoes. All the Christmas markets also have stands where you can um, buy sweets, um, desserts and um, to get unique gifts is also really nice if you if you buy them at the at the Christmas markets because they have especially handmade stuff from all over Austria. In uh, Europe, in, in Italy or in Central Europe as well, you find Roasted chestnuts offered on many street corners during the winter season, especially at Christmas markets. I miss that a big deal in the U.S. And uh, mulled wine for Christmas season is another food item that I, I miss a lot. That's very, it's not just warming your, your hands when you hold the, 
the hot cup of the mulled wine, but it's also warming, warming from the inside and it's so fantastic to hang out with friends and family and share that and staying outside in the a, in a, in a center of a medieval town and beautiful landscape around you and drinking that wine and maybe having those chestnuts. At Christmas markets in the southeast of Austria, the cultural influences of regional neighbors like Switzerland and Italy are much more present. Now I feel it's a lot of people there and sometimes you don't even see the market anymore. As a child, I mean, I was really enthusiastic about all the pretty decorations, especially in Vienna. Um, and then there's like a carousel, like a Christmas carousel. That's all the things I would do. Um, I think today, if you say like what represents Christmas markets for the adults, it's definitely punch. All people go like and immediately like go for the punch. But I mean, I still like just like going around and like looking at little things and buying decorations or stuff like that. I still like the feeling and uh, especially at night when it's all lit up. Um, I, yeah, I really love it. The other Christmas market um, is the Christmas market at Hellbrunn, which is again at another castle nearby. Um, this is the area from the Sounds of Music, you know, where there's a proposal taking place, I think. That Christmas market is again very special. It is in a beautiful setting. When you walk in there, you know, there's this amazing castle in the background with the gardens. You can walk around in the garden and um, there's a little lake and there is a little angel lit up um, at one of the lakes. Um, the trees are ornamented, so the trees from, from the garden with huge red ornaments. It is absolutely stunning. It's usually, it starts at like four or five in the afternoon. That's when it's dark in the winter. I always remember this in the dark. A lot of colors, a lot of chachkas, a lot of little Christmas trees and uh, balls of crystal balls and a lot of food. You know, they have a lot of cakes and Christmas cookies. I don't think so they make this tons of different Christmas cookies. They're little croissants, tiny little croissants made from uh, vanilla uh, with sugar. So it's like a, it's a dough with lots of vanilla in it and sugar on top. I go to the different places in the Christmas market and sample all these different cookies. It's just great. In Austria, I mean, it's not really like traditional, but for me, Christmas market always meant eating langosh. I think it's like a Hungarian, like fried dough dish. Um, so I always had langosh when we went to Christmas markets. I mean, it's super popular, like there will always be a long line and they will have them like maybe at ice skating rinks or at Christmas markets. They don't have them like all year round. Interesting. They would eat the cinnamon, cinnamon croissants with a fish paste, like a fish butter. It was a very interesting, it would only, the, the cinnamon croissants, you could only get in one place in Graz, so they would get it there. And then this was a tradition in the families. On Christmas Eve in the United States, it is common for children, along with their parents, to prepare Christmas cookies and a glass of milk for Santa Claus, so that he may have something to eat and drink while taking a break from delivering presents later that night. Christmas cookies in Austria are mostly coveted by family members, awaiting the moment they are finally allowed to be eaten. There is a nice bakery um, in, in another small village nearby um, and we always go and buy the cookies maybe a day or two before Christmas Eve um, and each of us is allowed to select one or two different variants because there's so many of them 
and then uh, we keep them in the basement and no one is allowed to touch them. And only after the, the meal on Christmas Eve, we bring them up, we put them on a nice plate and we present them and eat them together before exchanging the presents. So it's a, I think it's a very specific moment for this food because after Christmas, somehow there's always so many Christmas cookies left over until no one can eat them anymore. But it's really this build up to Christmas Eve where it's a very, very special food. My family and my uncles, cousins, aunts, we all meet at my grandparents. Like we go for a walk in the forest, it's very nice, we chit chat. Then after the walk, we meet at my grandparents' house for Oma's very special Christmas cookies. Um, so we sit in like, um, it's called Stube. It's a um, very traditional Tyrolean, I guess, lounge room would probably be the best description. It's it, The room is, the walls are covered in wood. We have a very cozy bench, blankets made out of sheepskin. And it's very cozy and there's a fire pit. And then we have coffee and tea, my Oma's Christmas cookies. And her thing is that she's baking those cookies throughout December but she's not giving them out until the 24th, which is really a killer for everybody who, who is at her house and can smell the, the, the delicious scent, the scent of her uh, cookies, but is not allowed to eat them until the 24th. Before we would go into the Stube, into the living room where the gifts were, we would probably have, a, we usually had a meal all together. And uh, if you think of a typical Christmas meal at that time, you know, we rarely got to uh, eat meat. So usually if we got Wiener Schnitzel that evening, that was the highest of the high. I mean, one tradition in Austria is that you would eat a goose, but we never really ate a goose. That was not common in rural Austria. So we were just happy with, with the Wiener Schnitzel and, you know, uh, uh, and, and uh, pommes frites, meaning french fries. So that was sort of uh, a typical Christmas meal for us. And then we went into the Stube where the gifts uh, were uh, all lying on the ground and we all marched to our gifts and looked at our gifts and sort of uh, uh, in wonderment looked what you know our brothers and sisters got. There would be no meat on Christmas uh, Eve and at midnight, the family would go to the church service and then after midnight we were allowed to have uh, dinner basically and would able to eat uh, meat. We would celebrate of course pretty much well our family, you're right, big Christmas tree, uh, presents, music, somebody would, they would play the piano, my brother would play the piano or something and the big uh, cold meal, it was all cold meal, yeah. Fake tuna. That's what they call it, the translation from Austria. And I think it's made from veal and Parmesan cheese and onions, all put together into a paste, like a terrine of some sort, and then covered with, a, in German it's called aspic, which is kind of jelly you put on top. So it's kind of covered with that transparent jelly thing. It's made from bones. So it's a very interesting, and you eat that with mayonnaise and bread. Um, most of my uh, mother's family originally from Czechoslovakia. So I think they brought all this stuff with them from there, all this special foods. In our family, it was always my sister who, who, cooked, the, who cooked the Christmas food. So it would always be something different, but very 
opulent, so it's going to be a lot. I just know from some of our relatives, friends, they try to keep the Christmas dinner low. It would be sometimes just bratwurst with sauerkraut, or sometimes they have a traditional Christmas fish, but not in our family. Red cabbage, <laughs> because there's different way of cooking it, um, and it's part of the different meals very often from the autumn to Christmas. But I think there is not a specific um, food I love at Christmas. We I just love preparing so much food and eat everything. <laughs> so like those um, eight course dinners we have on the 24th. Thank you for listening to part three of Christmas in Vienna. And another thank you to the 10 individuals who shared these memories with us. I hope you enjoyed and feel inspired to make the most of your own holiday season. Please like and subscribe to make sure you don't miss future uploads. The full special will be released shortly before Christmas Eve. To learn more about the individuals who shared their stories, follow the links in the description. Frohe Weihnachten, Merry Christmas, and goodbye for now.